You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You can't revenge spoil something for me. I am totally going to revenge spoil. That is not spoil. fair. You know that I'm only two episodes away from being done. Yet you think that you can just have a free-for-all talking about what happens in the final episode? Well, look, okay, I... I admit, I mean, I, I thought that was in a trailer somewhere. I swear there's a trailer somewhere showing that information, and I did just finish the series. I didn't think I was spoiling anything, but I, you know, I, I swear Mark Ruffalo did an interview about it. Oh, my God. He did not. I cannot believe you. I cannot believe you. <laughs> I am so mad at you. I know you are. We have to do a show. Come on. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio for now. Uh, I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, I do want to remind everybody, if you're going to do any shopping online, go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on the Amazon link right there. You can buy all kinds of things. Including including uh, Marvel comics and universe oh, things. Oh, I bet you can. Um, you can buy all that stuff by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on the Amazon link. All right, we have a ton of stuff we're going to get to. And honestly, we, we come in here in our studio. If this is your first time listening, normally the show is much more put together at the very beginning. Um, but, you know, we, we come here, we plan out our topics, and and we've, we're going to get to all of those topics and, and stuff we want to get to today on this Friday show. However, right before we went on air... It appears I may have accidentally spoiled something. Uh, to s- and by accidentally, he means 100% totally doing it, even though he knew that I still had a couple episodes left. <laughs> I am... So, so, and I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, or I'm not going to try because I'm pretty sure it's already out there, but it, was, it has to do with Netflix and Daredevil. Daredevil, you know, of course, is on Netflix, which is, it's a great series if you haven't watched it. Um, I'm, I'm on to season two, uh, you know, and I just finished season two. And at the end, there's like a whole bunch of crossover stuff and, and you know, different things and, and hints about what's to come. And, you know, one of the big things that happens, I thought was in a trailer at the beginning of the season. I, I swear I knew about it from somewhere. Um, Sarah didn't know, you know, about the Hulk and all that stuff. Or, well, not necessarily. So Sarah's got two episodes left and I'm, I might have just... Ruin it. And she's you very, very did. pissed you off know. at me right now. Like, because we have an interview ske- uh, scheduled for later this evening. So I'm like, cool, in my downtime, I'm going to go for a run. Then I'm going to watch the last couple episodes of Daredevil while I work on some other stuff. <laughs> like, you know that that was my plan. But I just finished it and I thought you already knew about it. Like, and why would I know about it if you just finished it? Well, that doesn't make any sense. I thought, I that doesn't th- make any sense. And I think that's really cruel that you well, why know. Why would you have. Okay, all that right. I, that you know that I was going to watch it this evening. And you're like, oh, I mean, that last thing in the last episode where blah, blah, blah. I I swear they they there was an like a like a trailer with that my bad but you can't go revenge spoil something for me now like what are you going to what are you going to revenge spoil like that's what you're threatening me with yes i'm going to threaten you with that so i don't know whatever the next thing is i'm going to power through it and watch all the way through to the end <laughs> like you're going to find something that i like, like and just like tra- race me i'm going to sleep like earlier that day so i can wake up right at midnight <laughs> when it's being um released on netflix watch the entire thing <laughs> and then spoil everything for you <laughs> i'm going to take notes of all like the big plot points and then they, what, give me a PowerPoint yeah, presentation? Yeah, give you a PowerPoint presentation. Like, I'll I randomly email it to you, like, un, like pretending it's a business email, and I'll be like, oh, Greg, we need this for, you know, our cornhole tournament on May 15th. And then it'll be, like, inside, like, you know, so-and-so is dead. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise. And you're going to surprise. I hope gonna... that they were your favorite character, because now they're not on there anymore. <laughs> wow. 
Mm-hmm. You are angry. Yeah, that's that's a revenge I'm just, spoil. I'm, I'm vengeful. <laughs> All right. Um, what? I, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this has been so what? good. What? <laughs> <laughs> I just Are made that serious? shit up. I don't know. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> uh, Okay. I, Wait. I swear. You made honestly, it up. The only, the only thing I've seen about Daredevil is that is that they they've explicitly said that they will not what? cross over the two universes. God. And so they, they referenced said, him before, they, though. Yeah, they make references. They make but references. They've been so clear that the movies and the and the TV series aren't aren't going to have anything to do with each other. It's not. <laughs> He's not. Why would you do that to me? Spoiler: He's not in it. There we go. So maybe that's a spoiler on a spoiler. But no, the Hulk is not in it. But oh my god, you went from zero to furious at me. So you didn't even hear people listening to the show. And I'm sorry. This is how we're starting to show off. But off the air, oh my god, I was. She was so so mad. Mad. She was storming here through the studio, (laughs) and I was afraid we weren't even going to be able to start the show. That's why I wanted to. To get it out of the way early. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I don't know, because it was funny. Oh, I'm so mad at you. <laughs> I'm. All right, so at least now you're saying, because honestly, when you were talking to him, like, as he's saying this, he's spoiling it for other people, too. So I was wondering <laughs> why you were doing that. <sighs> All right, so the Hulk is not in Daredevil. Uh, no. Okay. So don't- there's a spoiler on a spoiler. No, mm-hmm. no, because but that's like very they publicly they did. They have very clearly said they're not really going to cross over the characters. And that's like a statement they've made. The TV characters aren't going into the movies. They reference each other, but they're not going to they're not they're not doing that. <laughs> God, oh, I'm sorry. Holy shit, though. God wow. forbid I ever actually do spoil something. Well, because that was so mean. I mean, because, you know, I I have like. You know, two hours left to finish the, and you know how much I've been enjoying it, and I'm just like, okay, because I saw your reaction. You were over there watching the last episode. Yeah, I finished. I finished. Part and of Greg it this had morning. this huge reaction this morning. He's just like, oh my god, and so I'm not going to spoil. I swear to you, I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> that is, that's not going to happen. I won't spoil the end of it. Can you? Can we move on from it though? We can to do the rest of the show. <laughs> Are you still going to revenge spoil something? No, maybe I don't know. Don't. Do that. I feel like I need to like. You need some sort of punishment for making me feel like you were going to spoil something. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just spun out of control, and I just... It was fun. Okay. All right. Well, we're done with that. Sarah, hi. How's it going? Welcome to Fun Employment Radio. I actually had a really funny story that I wanted to talk about until Greg okay. derailed me. Okay. We for, uh, <laughs> threw me off. Oh, my God. Okay. So, yes. Hi, Greg. Hi. Hi. All is forgiven. For now. Okay. All right. No, but I wanted to talk about um, a conversation that I overheard the other also, day. Also, Batman's in the new Superman movie, okay. just to let you know. Okay. Um, a conversation that I overheard the other day that was like so, it was trying so hard that I just wanted to, I, I wanted to reiterate it to you because it was. Okay. Um, this is a conversation you overheard? Yes. No, this is a conversation that I heard happening in the most pretentious way possible. It was like, quite honestly, the most like trying to be a Portlandy, Portlander, hipster person that I've ever heard in my entire life. And I okay. actually was able to bear witness to it. Okay. So um, a couple days ago, I ended up going to this vintage store uh, here in Southeast Portland. And I was there and I was like doing some shopping and looking around. And I noticed this young gentleman. Um, Who's working there? And he's like talking a lot. He's one of those people that you know is talking because he has things to say. 
Okay, like and wants like everyone to hear his story. He was talking to someone else, but talking loudly enough to where everybody. Oh, where you want everybody else to hear your conversation? Exactly. Okay, one of those kind of deals. It was one of those things. So I walked in. It's a vintage store that I've never been to before, and um, but I heard lots of cool things about it. So I'm like, all right, okay. I'll just go in and see. And so, see, you know, bearded guy, and he's there. Of course, he's wearing suspenders. He's wearing, um, I don't know, like some sort of like high top, like work boot. Even though okay. you know he's working in a boutique, even though he's never worked manual labor yeah, before, yeah, okay. he has like a, he's like a like a lum- what are they called like the lumber sexuals? <laughs> I don't know. don't ask me. I don't know the, why are you asking me if I know what the term is? Well, because it's like people who wear like the the checked shirts and the suspenders. And oh, like, he and had the, like a big beard. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and he had um, he had a big beard and he had glasses, of course. It's like Maybe. the urban cowboy. Yeah, it's like an urban lumberjack or whatever it is. Okay. And he All had right. glasses, of course, that were made completely out of wood. <laughs> wood glasses? Wood glasses. <laughs> what? Like this guy yeah, took it. Uh, to- real quick, yeah, it's being like, lumber sexual. Is that an actual term? Yeah. Lumber sexual. Lumber sexual. That's what you call somebody who dresses like a like lumberjack? Like a sexy lumberjack. And I don't know if that happens anywhere outside of the Northwest, um, but like a sexy lumberjack. Yeah, lumber sexual. I'm looking. I'm looking it up, and it just uh, auto completed my Google search. Wow. Okay. I I was unaware of that term. Yes. That's funny. That's like when grunge became this term, you know, for for wearing flannel and all that. But there's a there's a really famous interview with a well, on that movie Hype where they were talking about it. I don't know if you've ever seen Hype. It's Mm-mm. with an exclamation point. It's a great movie about the grunge music scene back then and about how it got adopted nationally, where everybody's wearing flannel. And the whole thing was. Everybody's like, well, yeah, it's the Northwest. Like, it's flannel's cold. cheap. <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody just wears flannel because that's what's here. It's a <laughs> it's a lumber country. It's not because it was all of a sudden cool, but then it got adopted everywhere. Um, so lum- lumber sexual, that is a that is a tip. Lumber sexual. Okay. I was surprised right. you've never heard of lumber sexual. I don't, yeah, I, I don't really remember ever like hearing that. these guys that. that don't really, you know, like, they aren't lumberjacks, but they just, uh, you know, they're like pretty boys that dress like lumberjacks. Okay. So it's like a... Is that a thing? Do chicks dig that? Should I start doing that? You absolutely could not pull that off. What I can't? What do you mean I can't pull well, it off? First of all, you'd have I to grew have up a, out in the woods. Uh, first of all, you'd have to have a beard. Well, okay, I can't a good, grow like, a beard right now. Months. Like not, I can't. But because of job stuff, I can't grow a, grow a beard right now. Um, but I could. No, no, you absolutely couldn't. You can't I could do pull it without it off. the beard. You can't do it without the beard. Okay, fine. I'll I'll grow a beard. No, I'll grow a beard. But I mean, do do chicks dig it? No. Well, I mean, some of them do, I'm okay. sure. But this guy was like the, the epitome of a lumber sexual. So he's sitting there, and he's standing in do they wa- Do they have axes? Do they take they pictures of axes. themselves? Have they ever been to the woods before? Probably or? not. Okay. No. They just wear really, really tight pants. I mean, I grew up in the woods. I grew up in a forest. Like, I should be able to... Yes, Greg, you should Pull be. That off. You are the king of the lumber section. I'm not saying... Well, I'm not saying that, but I, I mean, if it's a thing that I want to be a part of... I, well, I don't know if I want to be a part of it, though. I don't know if you want to. Okay. I'm d- but it is. I a can thing swing that an exists. axe. I can it do is? that. Uh, then you can't be a lumber section. Okay. Because I don't right. think that they can. I know how to chop wood. Okay. Yeah. All right, so matter. again, I don't think you could okay. be one. Uh, so anyway, so this guy is there. So I'm in there, you know, looking around, looking at all this stuff, and you know, there's music playing, but of course, you can't hear anything over this guy's voice because he fancies himself what I believe to be the most interesting man in the world. He's like talking okay. to this, and he's talking to this other own place. She's a young lady, and she's clearly new. 
Like you could tell, like she had just started working at the store. Okay. So, uh, so she's making conversation with him, and he's just you know talking about like some band that I haven't heard of that he went to see, and like, oh, the price of you know something has gone up, or yeah, like, I've what's got happening the Japanese in the neighborhood? Im- the Japanese import of the B sides, you probably never heard of exactly. it. Exactly. You wouldn't understand. So I'm there, and uh, and I'm listening to this, and I'm like looking at some boots or something, and the girl, you know, she was really sweet, and she's like, oh, so. You know, because it's a neat store. It's like kind of kitschy. There's lots of weird stuff there. So she's like, man, you know, like, how do you not take everything home? Like, how do you not shop here and like, you know, want to buy everything when you're here? And he's just like, oh, you see, I don't define myself by my possessions. Oh, no. he didn't. Oh, he did. Let me tell you. So he's like, yeah, so I just don't like there. to have. He, he, worked, he there. worked there and he was like coaching the new girl that was there. But wait, he works at a store that sells stuff. Yet he's talking about himself like he's a better person because he's he doesn't a better person because by, he doesn't define himself by possessions. Yet he's trying to sell things. If he was my employee and he's I owned a vintage store, <laughs> I'd be kind of pissed off at him for that. But, yeah. OK. So he's trying to sell possessions all the while, like discrediting people who have possessions. I don't define myself by possessions. Mm-hmm. So he's talking and I'm just like, oh, my God. So I'm listening. And she's like, oh, really? So you don't own things? And he's like, well, let me tell you about me. So, oh, about, oh, God, it's so bad. I'm arm flapping. It's so bad. So he's sitting there with his wood glasses, you know, and they're like sorting through. <laughs> wood glasses, Wood too. glasses. So he's sorting through. I mean, through. that's fine if you own wood glasses, but geez, wow. So he's sorting through, you know, possessions that gross people are going to purchase. Right. And he's Disgusting just like, Disgusting yeah. humans like, well, who are. Let me, let me just tell you a little bit about my background. So what, I moved. Did this woman ask about his background? No. No. And she's sitting there like, clearly he's the, I don't know if he's the boss or, well, he's probably not the boss because he's, uh, no, I, he I, I know how long him. he's lived here because well, he, he talked about it. He doesn't define himself by possessions. By possessions. So I kind of doubt he's in charge. No. So he's not in charge. I think he's worked there for a little while. So he's like, well, let me tell you, like, he's just the over talker who's just, and now I'm kind of. The guy, like, the guy who, the, there's people like this everywhere, men, women, whatever. There's always that person who wants to talk loudly so everyone can hear their story. Mm-hmm. About how wonderful they are, or how much better they are than somebody exactly. else, or something amazing they've done, and the whole goal is usually to make you feel like you have not accomplished something. Yeah, or to like try like and you're lesser. To get you to yeah to like yeah get you to respect them. Right. Like I see women do that like with babies sometimes. Like, what do you mean? Have- well, like, well, they'll have, uh, like, on the bus the other day, I was riding, and there was this woman with her baby, and she was, like, holding her baby and bouncing it around, like, really loudly, showing her baby. Like, she's like, oh, look, Monica, or whatever. Like, look at the window at the trees. Oh, do you see the people? Oh, what are you doing? What's that nice lady doing over there? Like, oh. trying to get everybody to be like, everybody look to at look me at and baby? my shiny baby. On the bus? Yeah. Oh, that, that's the worst. Yeah, that was Like, really I don't want to look at anybody on the bus. I don't want to look at your, I don't want to look at anybody, let, let alone their baby. No. Yeah. No, not at anyway, all. Anyway, so okay. that was the female version of it. So this guy, he's like, well, let me tell you a little bit about myself. He's like, about a year ago, I decided to relocate to Portland from the East Coast with nothing but my electric guitar on my back and a one-way ticket to Portland. <laughs> I swear to God, nothing but an electric guitar oh. on my back and a one-way ticket to Portland. Oh. And a year later, here I am. Oh, God. And I don't define myself by my possessions. And he's which just means- like, after I just moved here with just my electric guitar, I realized that I don't need things, you know? Like, I, I just don't need them. <laughs> See one in the chat instantly and right on. Uh, no amp, it's an no electric amp. guitar, so how are you going to play no that? No amp, thing? just an, an, an electric very good point. guitar on his back. <laughs> and I think maybe a suitcase. I think maybe he said a suitcase. I'm not sure. I was just, I was distracted by the electric guitar on his back. <laughs> an electric guitar on his back. 
Yes, an electric guitar on his back, and he's Which, like, "And I just bought a one-way ticket uh, to Portland." Oh, and so he's like, "Prep, my head's he's like, hurting." Honestly, it was the most painful conversation, and I'm sitting there listening, and like uh, from the way he looks and the way he sounds and the way my, that he just everything about one-way ticket to Portland and my twenty-five hundred dollar a month condo in the Pearl <gasps> District. Seriously, that's all I've got going for myself. And wood glasses too ain't cheap. Like those wood glasses he was wearing are probably like five hundred dollars. But you know, possessions, man. Unless they're on your face, man. So, <laughs> or an electric guitar, was this, man. Was this chick into him when he was talking about no, this? No, I think that she was just new working there, and she's had to listen to his. No, she didn't have bullshit. a choice. Yeah, no, she didn't have to because she was trying to. Like, Is this guy still there? Like, <laughs> yeah, he was there a couple days ago. So I, I'm pretty sure he's. Still I there. kind of want to witness it. Oh, I don't know. And like, like bait him and and like record it or something like that. Maybe we can get him for an interview. I don't. Like, hey, is anybody hear. in here a wanderer who's just a free spirit, not defining themselves by, you know, owning things? And then just bait him out there. And I know, like, and the thing that he was talking about, owning things. So get this. Then he was asking, um, we were talking about, like, local or, like places, and I was talking about Landmark Saloon. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, man, I've been there before. But, you know, like, sometimes they charge covers for music there. And I'm like, you mean to pay for the bands that are playing <laughs> there? Like, so this guy in $500 wooden glasses who was talking about not having possessions doesn't want to pay for who also, artistic creativity. But who also said he had a guitar. <laughs> An electric so guitar. So he wants to play for free for everybody. By the way, the covers at Landmark are usually like five bucks. At the most. Like, it's, it's not... And you don't even. And have it's to, a suggested donation. Yeah, like not, you don't have to. Like nobody's <laughs> forcing you. Yeah, you're not going to be denied entry. If so you I mean, it was just such. A, it was such a shitty thing to hear oh. this like guy who's considering himself like a, a creative type babbling about his electric guitar on his back and his one way ticket, like complaining to me about having to pay a couple bucks to listen to some like good live music. <laughs> To help support the arts, like nope. But he's also claiming he's a musician. So. Yes. Oh, okay. This is just—it's. This is messing with my head too much. I know I mean, it was. It was strange, Greg. Like, I was blown away just learning what a lumbersexual is. Now, no, now I I've mean, got all these. It really, now I know this person exists. I mean, this—that is a Portlandia sketch. I mean, that is one hundred percent a Portlandia. Honestly, sketch. and as soon as he said like a year ago, I'm like, oh. Are you sure it was, there wasn't like a hidden camera in there or something? No, he took himself quite seriously. No, because I've met other guys like him. I've just never heard like the whole diet. Tribe before. I've never heard the electric guitar in my back and the one way ticket and the, the and the no possessions. Back. Like judging people for their possessions. It was pretty great. Back, back to in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Again, I give Suman a good good credit here. How are you going to play it without an amp? Wait, it's useless. It's a I mean, I guess you can strum on it, but it's really <laughs> pretty useless without an amp. He definitely didn't mention an amp, and he did specifically say an electric guitar on his back. Like, not in a carrying case, <laughs> but he had it. I wonder if it was on his back on this one-way <laughs> airplane ticket <laughs> to Portland. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, wow. So now I, I feel like I should start trying to pull that off, something no, along those lines. No, don't. You know, Honestly. The, the, can I do the like the loner rebel thing? Like the, you know, there's things about me you wouldn't understand. Things you couldn't, you couldn't understand. understand. Things, things you shouldn't, you shouldn't understand. understand. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe I should start pulling that off if if this is what uh what you know. The I kind are into. of want to take you to this place just so you can see him. Yeah. But the, but then again you can see him everywhere now. Because yeah, I mean there's a lot of them. There's a lot of him. Like All he right. looks exactly like anyone okay, everyone who uh, knows the kind of person I'm talking about, just picture him. Just a, a bearded dude with like a rounder face, but you know, skinny legs in, you know, little tight jeans with workman boots, plaid shirt, I suspenders, don't like tight jeans. glasses. That's him. Okay. Yeah. All exactly. Right. All right. Well and if that's you listening, you know, it's it's cool. But mm-hmm. uh your one-way ticket. <laughs> wow. Okay. 
So there, there is that. That is that is good. To it know was that pretty that incredible. Like I was reality. I know it is our reality now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I was just surprised that I really got like the full cliche. I was actually pretty excited. Wow. When I heard him talking about the electric guitar on his back, no possessions, and the that one-way is, ticket. That is pretty good. Uh, oh, just for the record, um, too, I don't think the girl was impressed. Okay, she was not impressed. No, she was just like, I could hear her like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm stuck working with you, <laughs> I, so I'm going to pretend to smile and understand. Yeah, he's one of those talk at what you, you're saying. not like talk to you. He was talking, oh, at, he was yeah. talking at her. It could have been anybody. It could have been a lamp. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay, I understand that kind of person. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Um, <laughs> there's funemploymentradio.com slash live if you're a live subscriber. There's uh, there's often a lot of really fun things in there. Six ninety nine a month, the first week is free. I'm, I'm just saying that because... Um, the chat is hilarious. Yeah, the chat is hilarious yes. if, you, if you ever want to join that. And it's always there <laughs> for you to scroll back to if you are a subscriber, a live subscriber, and you want to go back in and look later. Greg, anyway, after talking about that, I'm uh, less mad at you about not spoiling something for me. Okay, good. Yes. Good. Yep, sorry about that. You're more tolerable now that I've re- rehashed what that guy was Wonder like. Woman's in the new Batman and Superman movie. Oh, that's not a spoiler. That's a fact. Captain America. Okay, America Greg, stop. Fight. You're going to inadvertently do something and piss somebody off. Stop, I haven't seen any of those movies, so I'm just only well, saying things cares? that were trailers. Don't say that. Like, we're already probably, people are probably going to be freaked out that they think that you're spoiling something <laughs> at the beginning of the show. You've probably already affected our numbers. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well... Let's see. Should we go on and do some some world of crazy or something? I have some. <laughs> or one of those things that we do while you're on the show. It's Friday. That it is, Greg. As though that makes any difference on anything. It sure does. Mm-hmm. Such a solid theme song. They just don't make them this good anymore. Do you like it, Greg? Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up. Let me pull it up. I don't know where we're going right to this. Oh, I have delicious news. If you are in New York. (laughs) I've got delicious news. (laughs) It's delicious news. Is it something about mac and cheese? No, but what's my second favorite? What week were we celebrating last week? Oh, pizza? Yes! Greg, there's now going to be a Brooklyn pizzeria. That's Brooklyn, New York City. Yes. That is going to be selling pizza boxes made out of pizza. What? What? Okay. This is the second day in a row where we're talking about food containers or receptacles that are made out of other food. It doesn't work. It's not how it's supposed to be. How, but it does. how do you get then what do you put the pizza box in? The it's pizza the, pizza you don't, box. The pizza pizza box is the pizza so box. So you just Greg. set that down on the counter? Your food that you're going to eat? Maybe you can set it on a on a plate or something. You're in New York if you're taking it to go, you're going to ride the subway with your edible pizza box and you're going to eat that thing? Probably. It's just exposed on the subway? Maybe just exposing itself on the subway. No. That's the point of a box is to keep the food safe in. Well, a Brooklyn pizzeria has developed a delicious and Ecologically friendly alternative to cardboard pizza boxes by creating a box made entirely out of pizza. So the the outside is the undercarriage of the pizza, and then the inside is the delicious pizza. That's Greg is just not grasping this. No, I'm grasping it. I'm not liking it. Well, so this, uh, the name of this place is Vinny's Pizzeria. So it's a uh, they've created a unique edible box showing a small circular pizza inside of a large square shaped pizza. That's shaped into a pizza box. Vinny's Pizza says, Introducing the Pizza Box Pizza, a pizza box made entirely out of pizza. 
I wonder how many times I can say pizza in this story. No waste, 100% pizza, and 100% delicious. It's... Now, the co-owner, Sean Berthiam, uh, says that the pizza box, which includes a second smaller pizza inside, will be available for order and delivery for $40. So they said So that- this thing's just going to be thrown, since it doesn't need a box, it's just food thrown on some... Pizza delivery driver's back seat. Well, he is saying... Uh, rolling around in dirt and whatever else is back there. He said that the restaurant is still determining how to uh, properly deliver the pizza without putting it oh, in a by, cardboard by box. by putting it in a box? No, but they're not going to use a cardboard box, so they're trying to figure out they're the best refusing. way to do it. So what, they're going to saran wrap the thing or something? So, this, so far, they've been wrapping so them in, al- in aluminum foil, <laughs> so, among other methods. Which, so they're makeshifting a box. He said, they're kind of working out foil. the kinks there. The intent is to not have a box, so we're trying to do oh, that. Oh, my gosh. This just hurts my head again. So you're saying that you wouldn't eat it? No. You no. would totally eat it. I would not. I mean, yeah, if it came straight out of the oven, I would eat it like a piece of pizza on a plate, but not as a box. Our friend Shockwave in the chat said a $40 dirty pizza. Tasty. <laughs> You too can pay forty dollars for a square shaped you know pizza that you man? manhandled. I don't want to use any cardboard anymore. We're gonna make the pizza a box. What if the box was a pizza? Whoa! <laughs> My other car's a bomb. All right, in story number two, out of Australia, uh, Gisborne, South Australia. An Australian brewery has now uh, announced that it is creating beer. By using yeast from the belly button lint of the brewers. That's so gross. An Australian brewery is mixing up a unique you malt just, beverage this is for good an upcoming... To... That was a hug and then a slap. So you wanted the pizza and then now it's a slap. I didn't even want the pizza. I... An Australian brewery is mixing up a unique malted beverage for an upcoming festival. A beer brewed using yeast from belly button lint. Why would you want that? I don't know. The Seven Cent Brewery in Victoria announced on its website that the 2016 Great Australian Beer Spectacular... Next month in Melbourne and Sydney, we'll see the debut of Belly Button Beer. <laughs> this is so disgusting. <sighs> it's so gross. Which is brewed by using the belly button fluff from the brewers. Oh, that's so gross. That's like, is it Rogue Brewery that was doing here that was doing the Beard Beer? It was. Well, I don't know if it was them, that but might I know not it, was have been in, it was in Oregon that they did the Beard Beer. I don't want to blame them for that, but I also will not be drinking the Beard Beer. Well, the brewery said that the team created several trial batches of the Billy Button Beer. Yeah, it was rogue. yeast collected from different brewers until they found the one with, quote, the best character. So this is a seven-cent oh, beer. Uh, the co-founder of it, Doug Bremner, said that great care was taken to ensure the yeast strains were sterile. Before they put them Gross. in the beer, it's perfectly safe. Is that some form of cannibalism yeast in some is way? Yeast. This beer is in it. Belly button lint is just like from your clothes. Yeah, but they're using yeast that's grown on a human inside of a. <laughs> yes, it's cannibal in a beer, Greg. Human cave. That's what a belly button is generally. Will you not say human cave ever? Well, again? generally, if you're an innie, Jesus it's a human Christ. cave that you have. Well, Bremner says that the it's completely unique off. yeast strain gave the beer a unique flavor, which the brewery says exhibits qualities of a Belgian beer with key characteristics being spiciness, clove, and light banana flavor. What's these people's belly Wait, buttons? Why can't you just have a banana-flavored beer if that's what you want? Use that's what bananas. the of their belly buttons taste like. I that's guess it's so bananas. Gross. The orange, uh, they also add orange zest and, zest and coriander seeds, which are used to help complement the yeast. 
Um, and then they added mosaic hops to add uh, an increase in the citrus qualities and giving it a refreshing hoppy kick. Four different grains were also used to add both body and uh, complexity, including barley, wheat, oats, and rye. Yeah, all that stuff, great. Yep, the team said they were inspired by an Oregon brewery that created a beer using yeast collected from brewers' beards. Oh my god, it is all food news. Is this going to be like a another gross story? That no, you're it isn't a gross story. This is a hilarious story. This is out of Wilmington, North Carolina. A Wilmington couple has been arrested after pulling a gun over a chicken wing mix-up. They're very angry about their chicken wings. What was the mix-up? Well, a Wilmington uh, Wilmington couple is facing criminal charges after a woman decided to brandish a gun at a local restaurant over them getting her chicken wing order wrong. <laughs> this is uh, a young lady by the name of Clarissa uh, Gagum. 24 years young, and her husband, Rashim Gagum. They were both arrested uh, after Clarissa became upset that her order of chicken wings was wrong and pulled out a gun inside of the restaurant. <laughs> so, so what was wrong with the order? Like, oh, Just... the passion Clarissa has for her chicken wings. Like, I wish I was that passionate about something. So, uh, according to officials, the incident happened at the Fu Wang's chicken shop. Fu Wang's. Fu Wang's. Uh, so Linda Raleigh, who's a spokesperson for the police department, said that Clarissa walked into the restaurant and ordered bone-in chicken wings. But, uh-oh, tragedy among tragedies, received boneless chicken wings. Wait, those are the good ones. That's what those you want. Those are the good ones. Those are the good ones. She was mad about not having the bones? Clarissa reportedly began to argue with the clerk, then decided to run out to her car, grab her gun, and went back inside the restaurant, waving it around because she was pissed about her boneless chicken wings. And the police were called to the scene and they found Clarissa... <laughs> picture just waving the gun around all over the place. They found Clarissa... Who's the motherfucker that messed up my chicken wings? Standing outside of Fu Wang's like, chicken did shop. Did she try just to tell them that they gave her the they wrong... They got her the order wrong? I know. No, Clarissa, does, she doesn't want any of that. She would just rather take it from zero to 100. Well, when police were called to the scene, they found Clarissa outside on the sidewalk, uh, standing out there, still holding her gun. Well, Clarissa was charged with two counts of assault by pointing a gun and injury to personal property and was being held on $30,000 bond. Was that worth it, Clarissa? Like, you could have just asked for them to fix your chicken wing order. I just watched Big Lebowski yesterday, so now I'm picturing Walter with his gun when he pulls it on him. (laughs) On, uh, what's his name? You're over the line, Smokey! This is how I'm picturing this woman coming in yelling about their chicken wings. Well, she was very passionate about it. Yep, very. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Clarissa is now residing in prison. Also, there's a big, uh, there's a big debate erupting now in the chat over boneless chicken wings versus. I don't like. I I am not a. I'm a meat eater. Like I'm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm a carnivore. Right. I'm not a vegetarian. However, I cannot eat meat off the bone. It, it disgusts me. You know it originally. I know. I know. It's on the bone when. But like, but like ribs or like chicken legs or anything. Like I can do it. I just think it's easier when it's already done for me, and then I can just. Pop it right in. I'm a modern man. I'm a chicken man, as I said yesterday. Please stop I'm a poultry man. A chicken man. No, there's steak men. There's people who eat fish. There's vegetarians. I'm a chicken man. The chicken man can, Greg. That's a wink and a. All right, that's enough. Um, did you know? I didn't. I wasn't quite aware of this. Did you know that there is a time traveler that is also running for president of the United States of America? 
I, for 2016. Please, please enlighten me. I would like to. Yes, I would like to hear his platform. I did a not meddling know this. time traveler. A meddling time traveler. Ooh, what's he up to? All right. Well, self-professed time traveler uh, has now squashed speculation that anybody else but him is going to win, saying that yes, indeed, he is going to be the next president of the United States of America. So uh, this young man's name is Andrew Basiago, who's a presidential candidate that I'm sure everyone's heard of. I'm sure he's leading the race. I'm sure. Leading the race. Uh, has now publicly proclaimed that he is either going to, quote, become either the president or vice president either this year or in the next four years, according to information that he has gathered while time traveling. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I'm, what's the point of even having an, an election then? I mean, I know. If he already knows. What was his name again? Uh, his name is Andrew Basiago. Andrew Basiago. Andrew Basiago is 54 years old. Uh, he calls his campaign a time for truth and brags on his <laughs> oh. website that he, quote, served bravely in the two secret U.S. defense projects in which time travel on Earth and voyages to Mars were first undertaken. In no, may I, may I oh, spec- wait a minute. Is this the same guy that stands up for... Um... I must now specify that he, of course, is not in any way, shape, or form insane. Does he have a platform that has to do something with Sasquatches, too? Um, I don't know. Let's... Let's dive into it. I have some more information on him. Okay. So, uh, future President Basiago, who has made similar claims in the past, also has said he's helped several former presidents make important decisions on his time-traveling quests Oh. Uh, by gathering knowledge through time-traveling. But okay. now he said he's done helping other people. It's his turn. Okay. He is ready to take the reins. Yes, he is. Somebody uh, alerted me to this guy a long time ago. He is has a proposal for Sasquatches. <gasps> oh, I see this. He wants to put the Sasquatch on the endangered species list. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, because, uh, as he said, I encountered two Sasquatches. I went up to the outhouse, and there was an adult male Sasquatch, probably, I don't know, 30, 40 years old, and his five-year-old son, who was my size. I'm essentially insisting on bragging rights that I'm the first presidential candidate since Theodore Roosevelt to affirm the existence of Sasquatch. That is part of his uh, platform. There's a big uh, interview with him on Vice. Oh, wow. Good. Glad to hear. Well, where do I sign up for his campaign? Well, Greg, I need to tell you more about it. So I guess he's from Seattle. I didn't know that. Oh, I'm reading that right now. Better. So he's very close. We Wait, can maybe so he's try from, and get but him a, on the show. But a future Seattle. I think he's currently residing in Seattle when he's not traveling to the time traveling. And it's not necessarily just the future, Greg. He also travels to the past. I mean, the reason why things are the way they are today is because of his travels and his assistance to past now, wait, presidents of the United he States. He says he encountered a Sasquatch, yes, an adult male and its five-year-old son, and he knows when and where that happened, and he can travel in time. Why doesn't he just go back and bring the Sasquatch with him and then prove to everybody mm-hmm. both time travel and Sasquatch? Much, we don't know how much control he has over the time traveling. We don't know how he does it. He has never really specified. Greg, you, I, you're getting kind of sidetracked. I need to tell you more about future President Basiago. So, uh, yeah, so he's a yeah, Seattle please lawyer. Just call him President. Basiago. Yeah, so President Basiago. So he said he's, uh, yeah, served uh, several former presidents, making important decisions by gathering knowledge through time traveling. Uh, he also wants to expose these secret technologies, which is a big part of his platform, mm-hmm. so that other people can also help people in the past and the future with the time traveling technology. Okay. So he's going to be calling this, uh, so he's running as an independent. Uh, one of his promises are uh, for a thing called Project Pegasus. Uh, Project Pegasus uh, has eight different methods of time travel, and they developed them all by 1970, only to keep this great technical feat of our nation, the advent of time travel, secret 
from the American people. Okay. Now, on his platform, he wants to disclose time travel technologies so America can unleash the potential that these technologies have to the advantage of humanity in the 21st, 21st century. Okay. All right. Uh, that makes also, sense. He also promises to expose a secret Mars colony alien contact and wants to put the Sasquatch on the endangered species list. Sure. Uh, he officially registered to run earlier in this year. And you can find out more information and donate money to his cause at his website as well as on his Facebook page. <laughs> um, I will definitely be reading his his interview on Vice because I'm just reading one other little caption here. Apparently he has shared stories about experiences he claimed he had as a child working for a secret military project that enabled him to teleport, time travel, and visit Mars with a young Barack Obama. Oh, no. Yes. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> Young Barack Obama needs to be a cartoon series now. A Barack Obama traveling around with Time traveling, baby, Barack Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Andrew. We got to get to Mars and stuff. Stuff what's happening. Yes. Oh. oh, I need to see that happening. The Adventures of Young Barack. That's a beautiful. And his time that traveling friend, Andrew. Thing. Oh. <laughs> All right, should I end with that? Or I do Come have, on, Andrew. I do have one more story. <laughs> Should I end with President There's a Basiago? Sasquatch in a trap. Uh, 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 you can do whatever you want, but nothing's going to be better for me than that. Okay, even oh, if even if it's this headline, a Texas church is asking its members to pay five hundred dollars to drink a pesticide elixir to cure all erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it's happening this weekend. Wow. Well, we can touch on that later. <laughs> Just <laughs> okay. leave that as it is. <laughs> yeah, that's my words are crazy. Oh. Should I call this episode President Basiago? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Young Barack Obama, what are you doing here? <laughs> Barack, we've got to stop the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to have a Sasquatch best friend. We've got to bring hope and change to Mars. Mm-hmm. Well, he's going to have a Sasquatch as a best friend. Oh, yeah, definitely he's gonna bring Sasquatch. With him too. So it was, it was Barack. So it's young Barack. <laughs> Andrew. It's like Muppet Babies, only oh, a young yeah. Barack. And a then young Squatch. A young Squatch. Yeah, the yes, juvenile, squatch, juvenile Squatch. The five-year-old Squatch. <laughs> the juvenile Squatch. And then young young Andy Basiago, who's there kind of running everything. I go, come on, Barack and Squatch. Let's go. But then I also want Andy Basiago to... Er, oh, excuse me, I'm taking liberties. Andrew, President Pres- Andrew President? Basiago. There, there we go. Um, I do want to know about his time travels and like how he affected the past like with the presidents. I want to know what There's a whole did. interview here that's apparently talking all about, all about it. Maybe we can, um, we'll put a link there. Well, after I finish uh, Daredevil this afternoon, maybe I'll go ahead and read that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You go ahead and do that. I will. Spock shows up. All right. Let's do some ball talk. Before we start ball talk, Sarah, I want to tell you about something amazing. Tell me. Has to do with our wonder, wonderful sponsor, Next Adventure. <gasps> I love Next Adventure. Next Adventure, of course, uh, right there on the corner of Stark and Grand here in Portland or nextadventure.net. I was actually just following along um, uh, Deacon Brian, who are the owners of Next Adventure. You've heard them here on the show before. They're an amazing outdoor store. Uh, they're actually in China. Not Deacon right Brian. Now. Next Adventure is. Next Adventure is. Well, it's Deacon <laughs> Brian's Next Adventure is technically the name. <laughs> he sounded like they were stores. <laughs> no, Deacon <laughs> Brian are people. They're humans. I can verify they are mm. humans. Uh, they're in China right now. I was following they along are. their adventures. Yeah. Side note uh, Next Adventure is having something called Summer Splash 2016. So, Summer Splash is this thing they have every year here in Portland. 
where it's down at Oaks Park on the Willamette River, and they bring out all of their kayaks and paddle boards and canoes, and they bring a ton of them down there by the river, and you get to try out whatever you want. And you get to try them. You can try them. Greg and I have gone before. It's amazing. It's awesome. They've got food. It's like a little fair they put on. There's discounts on everything. This one is happening on Saturday, May 21st, so it's their sixth annual Summer Splash Demo Day. And they actually have something in addition this year. It's called a VIP night where you get a one-on-one experience with a certified instructor taking you out on whatever you want. They, they said there everything's available with an instructor to show you how to use it. You get dinner, uh, refreshments. I'm going to guess there's going to be some drinks. And, Ooh. oh, I don't, I can't guarantee that, but I'm. I'm it's I, next I, adventure, I, there we, will be drinks. We know next adventure, yeah. and there's probably going to be some drinks. And. Um, all of that is available for you, too. So it's all at nextadventure.net. Um, go there. Take a look at it. Either way, come on down to the Summer Splash. I'm sure I'm going to be down there because it's just straight up fun. And oh, you get yeah. to try out all the stuff. It's like free samples for kayaks and paddle boards free. and canoes. <laughs> and you know how much I love free samples. You do love free These samples. These are free samples. You get to sample the wares. Yes, you're very into this. Nextadventure.net. Big, big, big sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We appreciate them. All right. It's ball talk time, sir. I'm ready, Greg. Here we go. All right, the NFL draft happened. You fell asleep for a second there. Yesterday, just took a little nap. <laughs> Snapped back into a little it. Little snoozer. Little snooze. Um. All right. So the uh, the the NFL draft happened yesterday. Uh, Jared Goff. Was taken number one. Jared Goth. He was taken number one by the Los Angeles Rams. He's going to be their quarterback now, probably. Jared Goff taken number one. Um, but the big, the big to do happened with this, and I'm going to just kind of give a synopsis of this story, and it's important for a couple of reasons. Then we'll move on. And it has to do with this NFL, well now NFL player named Laramie Tunsiland. And I'm probably no Laramie. Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. There we go. Laramie okay. Tunsil. Uh, and Laramie Tunsil, he's a he's a tackle. I honestly, I don't follow too much of, of the NFL draft. It's not a big thing for me. Um, but this is important for a couple of reasons. So right before this, this guy was projected to go as high as number six in the draft, which is a lot of guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. You know, especially top ten is it's scaled differently. You have a, a tremendous mo- amount more of guaranteed money oh, if, you sign okay. the, if you're drafted in the top 10 versus the further you go, the less money you make. And so this guy could have gone as high as number six. However, right before he was about to be drafted, there was a video that was posted to his Instagram account that showed him wearing a gas mask with a bong hooked up to it, smoking out of this a smoke-filled gas mask bong thing that was made. And this was posted onto his Instagram account, a video of him. When that happened, uh, his, his draft stock actually dropped as people were watching it. Wow. Teams started passing on him. So this came out right before the draft started. He ended up being taken at number 13 instead of somewhere in the top 10. They're estimating he probably lost between 6 and $7 million dollars. Based on this one Instagram post that went up right before the draft. Six to seven million dollars. But then there's more that comes out. So as that also went on, after uh, he was uh, was drafted, there was another thing that came up. And there were screenshots that were posted on his, I believe, 
Oh, I'm sorry. The video, the ga- the bong gas mask video was posted on his Twitter account, then on his Instagram account. This is where this was was a screenshot of text messages between him and the assistant athletic director for Ole Miss for University of Mississippi, where mm-hmm. he had played football. So both of these things are happening at the same time. And this Instagram picture uh, was a screenshot of text messages where it's him, Laramie Tunsil, asking for money to pay rent and asking for $305 to pay his mom's electric and water bill from a coach. And looking at the text message, it's implied that the coach is going to get him that money. Mm -hmm. That's very, very illegal when it comes to the NCAA and their regulations as far as how the NCAA governs it. It's not... You know, in a law sense, illegal, but in NCAA violations, that's a big deal. And after it, after it came out, he was actually asked about it at his press conference. And one of the first things they did, they were like, okay, so this just came out. Is this true? And usually what NFL players, you know, anybody like that, they'll deny it. He said, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah, coach gave me some money. And it turns out, you know, his accounts were hacked. Is what what he's claiming, which it makes sense. It doesn't make sense that he would do this to himself right yeah. before he got drafted. It sounds like somebody had a vendetta against him and, and okay. got into his accounts and hacked them. He probably didn't set up a very good password, and they got into him and they posted these things. Um, you know, the, there's a couple of different things here. Like one, yeah, it's dumb that he that he that he you know filmed this video in the first place. I really truly believe him that he would not post these himself. But he's a college kid. You know, he filmed a stupid video with a gas mask and a bong hooked mm-hmm. up to it. I know plenty of people that would have done those kinds of things when I went to college, but thankfully we didn't have phones around. Still not a bright move, but, you know, you make a mistake. It's not the end of the world, you know. Yeah. He, he smoked a bong. Um, the, the screenshot, though, is one of the things that, that really is important because now Ole Miss, University of Mississippi, is going to get in huge trouble. They're probably... Once this investigation starts, they're probably going to lose scholarships. They may be banned from postseason play. It's going to be big what goes down with this. Oh. But the, the ultimately, the problem is, though, like this kid, he was asking for $305 to pay his mom's water and electric bill. And I guess his mom was really, really poor and like couldn't pay rent and was in, in threat of you know all kinds of stuff with her house. And he just wanted to get her some money. But he can't go out... And use his his football status to make money. Mm-hmm. He's not allowed to do that, which is quite honestly kind of bullshit. Yeah, because this kid is that good of a football player that yes, he's getting a free scholarship. You know, and that is port- that is important. That does count for a lot. However, that university is making millions of dollars. Oh yeah, off of him and those other players, like millions, far more than the cost of a scholarship. Yeah, and yet he can't use this fame that he's got. To trade it in for anything to help his mom, who's at home, you know, not being able to pay her bills. That's that's fucked up. That is fucked up. You know, he's making money for people and basically working for the scholarship, and that's it. Uh, so I I think something is going to something's going to have to change in how this structure works. That's that's the bottom line. That's it has what I'm to saying. be. I mean, that's just sad. Like yeah. If he's having to try and use there needs any to be, means to try and get his mom's power not shut off. Yeah, there needs to be like a stipend set up or some kind of system to where these players can get some some money. Uh, Suman saying, yeah, he could set up a GoFundMe page. Yeah, he could, but I mean, that's like if you were working for someone and making them a ton of money and they just didn't pay you, and so you had to set up a GoFundMe page for yourself. 
It's 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 not it's not right. Yeah. Let's move on to this. Uh, the Raiders may be moving, and it's sounding are more and more the, like it. More are, and more like they're going to move. Where are the Raiders right now? Uh, the Raiders are in Oakland right now. Oakland. The Oakland Raiders, and it is. Looking more and more like they may, move, may be moving to Las Vegas. And uh, it's happening so much that uh, Mark Davis, owner of the Oakland Raiders, has said that basically said that he'd be willing to commit $500 million to a new stadium in Las Vegas. Oh. And so he, it's sounding like he is going to move or he's really pushing Oakland to see what he can get back from them. Interesting. I wonder if they put the stadium like somewhere near the Strip. No, they would put it near UNLV. Okay. Which I don't think is quite on the Strip, but it's not that far from it. Okay. I think it's at the very end. It's near the... Uh, I think UNLV is near the convention center, I believe, in Las Vegas. I could be wrong on that. But anyway, it would be near near downtown. And uh, it would be shared with UNLV. So that's how they would work that out. But it's sounding more and more like it really could happen. Like it's really going to happen that the Las Vegas Raiders are going to be a thing. Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders. Hmm. At least there's a lot. I mean, there's still more steps that have to happen, but we'll we'll see. It's looking looking pretty much like it's going to happen. All right, move from there. A couple of last things here on Ball Talk. One, this is kind of a cool story, and it does kind of have to do with the Rams and the fact that they left St. Louis. So... St. Louis Rams, you know, that, that's their football team, their NFL team, moved to L.A., just kind of ditched all those fans there, were kind of stuck. And there was this guy on Twitter named uh, uh, Tony, Tony X. He was at uh, Solo U City. Anyway, that's what, his, that's what his Twitter account was. And so he, he, was, he was a big Rams fan and feeling like he didn't have anything to root for, so he started watching some hockey for the first time. And he started posting on there watching the St. Louis Blues play hockey. Mm-hmm. And you follow this guy's Twitter account, He's like, what's a what the fuck is a power play? And like, just asking these questions, and started watching it, and then started posting things. And the more he posts on Twitter, the more he just starts talking about how much he loves it. And he just he, you watch him become a fan of hockey mm-hmm. over the course of this one game on Twitter. Well, it got picked up by St. Louis Blues fans, and so much so that St. Louis the St. Louis Blues themselves wrote him and said, "Welcome to hockey Twitter and St. Louis fandom. Want to check out Game Three live? It's on us." So this guy who just converted from never having watched hockey to really starting to like it on Twitter now was the guest, the the featured guest for the St. Louis Blues. That's pretty cool. At their at their match, yeah, it is pretty cool. It's kind of kind of cool. And now, because um, if you follow his account, I went and looked at it. He's like, this is crazy because now he's got like twenty thousand followers. Mm-hmm. And it's all just because he just started watching hockey and people <laughs> were all supporting him. It's kind of it's kind of a cool little story. So anyway, there was that. Uh, moving on to Baltac, we'll just go. We'll go. We'll go straight to this. Actually, speaking of hockey, I am part of the uh, hockey fantasy tournament with some of the listeners of Fun Employment Radio, particularly particularly Canadians. Mm-hmm. And let me just say this: my hockey expertise is so far above them that out of like the, I think there's ten or twelve oh people God, in this your tournament. Level of expertise? You mean your lucky guesses? No one can beat me right now, and we're only into the second round of the playoffs. I've already won this tournament, so. As a hockey expert, I feel like maybe I'll need to start start covering hockey a little bit more. Like I'm so far ahead, like nobody can catch me. I've I've beaten that's them. ridiculous. I've beaten the Canadians in a fantasy league of their own sport. <sighs> so you're really just rubbing it in their faces. I'm just saying I'm number one. 
I mean, I'm number one. Kind of like how I completely kicked your ass during... Um... Yes. I'll admit that in this yeah. case. But yeah. Yeah, so anyway, number one in that, so congratulations to me. And finally in ball talk, the Portland Trailblazers are taking on... I love Greg congratulating <laughs> himself all the time. Somebody has to do it. I mean, you know. <sighs> Champion. Okay. Yeah. The Portland Trailblazers take on the LA Clippers tonight in Portland. If they win, they move on and will face the Golden State Warriors. If they lose, they have to go back to LA for Game Seven. Right Wait, now, so it's the- Game Six tonight. What is it's three <coughs> and me. it's three and two. It's Game Six tonight. It's best best. <laughs> sorry, best four out of seven. Want some water. I got some right okay. here. Okay. Best four out of seven. The Blazers have won three games. The Clippers have won two. If the Blazers win tonight, they win the series. That's it. They move on. And if they don't, then it's tied 3-3 and they have to go back to L.A. And that's kind of a dangerous proposition. Mm-hmm. They, they want to win tonight. You want to you wrap it up tonight. I'm kind of excited to watch it tonight. Yeah, so that's happening tonight here in Portland, Oregon, where the Blazers will take on the Clippers. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. It's a little bit of a long specif- Ball Talk, but, you know, <laughs> let's get some stuff in there. I'm glad you specified that we're in Portland, Oregon, because it would be totally confusing to anybody else. Well, if it was Portland, Maine, that would be, that would be very confusing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> um, all right. <coughs> oh, sorry. Great. I, I, I'm, I'm trying. It was me tossing to you. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm trying to get everything tossing, set up. Tossing to you. Just throwing it on over. That was supposed to be behind the scenes throwing while I muted my microphone and took a drink of water, and I go, and then Sarah fills that gap. <sighs> we communicate real well when we don't That's communicate right. well. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Uh, special note for live listeners. Live listeners, we will actually be back here in studio around four, some, sometime between 4.30 and 5. And we'll be having an interview with Kevin Allison, originally from The State, and also now part of the Risk podcast. And they're doing a show at Revolutionary Hall, I think, uh, here in Portland um, tomorrow night. Revolution Hall. Revolution Hall. Yeah. Revolution Hall. It's a new. It's a new hall. It's new. Still it getting is a used new to hall. it. I haven't been to the. I haven't been to the hall yet. Yes. Revolution Hall. Yes. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna have him in here. Yeah. Between four thirty and five should be great. And then we'll put that up as a podcast too. Yep. Send us an email. Funemploymentradio at gmail Give us a call 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate it. We do, it. and we love you so much. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you. Um, I will be live on YouTube uh, for Digital Trends at 2 p.m. this afternoon. Awesome. You can tune in for that. And, yeah. And all of these things and are all true. all these things. Tomorrow on, Fun Employment, on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be... Chronicles of the Nerds, followed by, I think, Rip City Bad Boys. I think they're doing a show. I, I think so. I think they're doing a show. Yeah. We'll just say that they are. We'll say that they're doing a show. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We will be back, uh, well, 5 p.m. today, but then on Monday with more <laughs> Fun Employment Radio.com. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.